long as we're pointing the finger and, and, and stuck in whose fault something is, we're jammed and trapped into victim mode. When you're in victim mode, you are stuck in suffering. The road to power is in taking responsibility. Your heart, your life, your happiness is your responsibility and your responsibility alone. Welcome to season number six of the Get Your Money Right podcast, the podcast where not only do we want you to get your money, we want you to get your money right. This show is designed specifically for ambitious moms, dads, husbands, and wives to help you get money out of the way so you can live life on your own terms. And if you're finally ready to transform the way you do money, head over and grab one of our free resources at yourmoneyright.com. Again, that's yourmoneyright.com. What's the good news, people? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Get Your Money Right Podcast, the podcast where we talk about money like it's everybody's business. Because I truly believe if we're not good with money, it's because we don't talk about money. And this show is designed to change just that. I'm your host, the Money Misfit, Jamar Dupas. It's episode number eight. 80. Today, we're going to talk about the difference between fault and responsibility. That's right. We kick off Black History Month with a talk about responsibility and how that differs between fault and what people have done in the past, what we can learn from the concept of fault and responsibility. And what we're going to utilize is there was a great speech or I don't know if you want to call it a speech or whatnot, but a great little talk that Will Smith gave. Uh, just not too long ago that's gone viral. If you haven't heard it, you're about to hear it here in a minute uh, about the difference between fault and responsibility. We'll get to that here in a second. But if this is your first time tuning in, I'd like to say welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I don't know how you found me, but I appreciate you being here. This is a different type of personal finance podcast. We talk about money as it relates to real life and it is run and it is done for you. And the only way people really find out about it is if you reach out and you share this out with everybody. So I would appreciate that if you do that. If you like what you hear today, share this with somebody you think could benefit from it, who would like it. Or if you just want to support the show, do that. That would be outstanding. If you want to find out more about what we do and how we do it, head over to our website at yourmoneyright.com. Again, that's yourmoneyright.com. And anything that I mentioned in the show today, any links, any references, you can find over there at the show notes or you can go directly to yourmoneyright.com floor slash episode 80. So let's get on with the show. So like I mentioned, Will Smith had a uh, like an Instagram story type deal when he was talking about a conversation that he was having with a friend of his. And she was having some issues with somebody taking responsibility, even though it was their fault. And it's a very good talk. And I want you to listen to it and then we'll break it down here in a second. But go ahead here. This is Will Smith talking about the difference between fault and responsibility. I was just uh, having a debate with a friend of mine and we got stuck on the difference between fault and and responsibility. She kept talking about how something was somebody's fault. It's somebody's fault. I was like, it really 
It don't matter whose fault it is that something is broken if it's your responsibility to fix it. For example, it's not somebody's fault if their father was an abusive alcoholic, but it's for damn sure their responsibility to figure out how they're going to deal with those traumas and try to make a life out of it. It's not your fault if your partner cheated and ruined your marriage, but it is for damn sure your responsibility to figure out how to take that pain and how to overcome that and build a happy life for yourself. And responsibility do not go together. It sucks, but they don't. When something is somebody's fault, we want them to suffer. We want them punished. We want them to, to pay. We want it to be their responsibility to fix it. But that's, that's not how it works, especially when it's your heart. Your heart, your life, your happiness is your responsibility and your responsibility alone. As long as we're pointing the finger and, and, and stuck in whose fault something is, we're jammed and trapped into victim mode. When you're in victim mode, you are stuck in suffering. The road to power is in taking responsibility. Your heart, your life, your happiness is your responsibility and your responsibility alone. Wow, it's crazy when you hear that. He makes so many great points. There's so many lessons that's involved in that. And again, I'm going to tie all of this to black history, right? Because during this month, we're going to talk black history and money and all that good stuff. But it's important that we understand that. But let's break down what he's talking about. He first he talks about how it doesn't matter whose fault it is. No matter your circumstances, no matter what you're going through, no matter who did what to you, it is your responsibility to fix it. Especially when it's the matter of the heart, right? It's the matter of things that affect you and your life. So a lot of times we get caught up in whose fault it is, right? And he goes on and talks about, you know, when it's somebody's fault, we want them to suffer, right? We want them to pay. We want them to claim responsibility for what they did and we want them to fix it. But the problem with that, though, is, is he goes on to say, like, as long as you're in that position, you get stuck in a victim mentality, right? And everything, your life becomes predicated on what that person did or did not do or persons or government or powers that be or whatever the case may be. You get stuck on what they did do or did not do. And you sit there and you wait for them to take responsibility and fix it and that's never a good place. We've talked about this before about that the position of being a victim and the position of being a, a victim is never an empowering position, right? Because you give up the responsibility, right? And so you never want to be in that position of a victim. And then he goes on to say, it was a real good quote, that the road to power is in taking responsibility, right? And that's really good because you think about that. If you want power, if you want empowerment, if you want control, if you want to change things, the power is in taking responsibility. And if we look at the word responsibility, let's just look at it, right? Responsibility basically is the, the ability to respond, right? And what's, what happens is when you give up the responsibility to somebody else, you also give them the power 
over you or over the situation. Now, this isn't always bad, right? Like I may give my child the, the responsibility of cleaning up his room, right? Like this is his task, right? Ultimately, it's still my responsibility, but I may give him uh, some responsibility or give him access to that. But and I'm not talking about things like that, but I'm talking about you, your life. And of course, you know, we're talking about your finances and things like that. Right. So it's all about your ability to respond and you never want to give up your ability to respond. Right. For example, let's break this down to a financial deal. Right. I talk about this a lot when, you know, back in the day when I was broke and a blown tire or if I needed a new tire was a terrible it was a tragic thing, right? It was just this huge thing that was, it was just this great burden on my life. And I had very little ability to respond appropriately, right? Because I didn't have any money, (laughs) right? And so we always want to be working towards gaining more ability to respond to life's challenges. That's what we do with managing our money properly. That's what we do with gathering new skills so we can earn more money so we can live the life that we want to live. It's it's all tied into that ability to respond. We never want to give up our ability to respond no matter what happens. If you look at some of the greats, some of the great people, especially again, we're talking about black history. If we're looking at some of the greats, if you look at the 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 Harriet Tubman's, if you look at the the Marcus Garvey's, if you look at the you know, Martin Luther King's, if you look at the Benjamin Bannockers, if you look at the the Frederick Douglasses, right? I can't believe it. I was I forgot about Frederick, Fred, Frederick Douglass. If you look at the third good marshals, if you look at the George Washington Carp, if you look at all these uh, these very notable people that we know of. Right. That's just the ones that we know of in black history. You look at they all took the responsibility in their own hands. Right. Regardless of whose fault it was for them being in their situation. Right. So Frederick Douglass was a former slave. Right. Uh, But he took it into his own hands to communicate with the powers that be with the 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 white culture of the time with with those people. He took it upon his own hands, his own responsibility to communicate properly the views and the perspectives of a slave. Right. Because then one of the things that people used to do to justify owning slaves and how they treated slaves, not just owning slaves, but how they treated slaves was they would make up things. Right. And some of those things are still alive today. Right. So one of the things they used to justify working slaves so hard is because they used to say to themselves that slaves are lazy. So they are, uh, in fact, working them harder so they don't become lazy because being lazy is a terrible thing. And since they're so lazy, we're going to work them so hard. Right. And there's evidence and there's 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 evidence out there. There's been founded and research that some of these slaves have been worked so hard that their bones, their muscles would literally peel from their bones. Right. But people like Frederick Douglass, who were able to read and write and communicate, who which took a responsibility to do that, was able to communicate with people who had some sense anyway, that this that. You know, slaves actually did have feelings. Slaves were actually individuals. They were actual people. There used to be these things that uh, black people, though they took the human form, they had no souls. So since they had no souls, they couldn't feel pain. It was another thing that you do with black women when they would do medical research. Most of all modern medical research that we know about, you know, up until, you know, recently where technology has changed and things like that. But the basis of what we go to comes from 
all the experiments, the miracle, the medical experiments that they did on black women. And there used to be this belief that black women or slave women did not have they did not feel pain. Right. So that's why they could just do these things. And the screams and the yells and all that stuff that they were uh, protruding were like demons or something. Right. Taking over their body. But it wasn't actually a response to pain. It was ridiculous things like that. But if you look at all the people who came out of slavery, who came out of dark places, who've who've come out of a turmoil and trauma, the people who that we know about today, the people who changed their family tree, the people who were go out and do something different, they took responsibility for their own lives, right? Though it was the fault of the people, right? And it was no fault of their own that they were born into slavery, or they were kidnapped, or they were raped, or they were stolen from, or beaten, or it it wasn't their fault. The thing that they did know is that they could not depend on their own oppressors to save them, right? And that's important to remember that you cannot depend on the people who put you in your position to save you. Because if that was the case, you probably wouldn't be in that position anyway. Right. And they probably got their own healing process to go through. Anybody who can do those types of things that, that hurt people that go through things that, that hurt people in that way, they're, they're jacked up, too. Right. They're imperfect people. All people are imperfect. Right. So if we sit around and we wait for somebody to take the blame, right, to stand up and take responsibility for our hurts, our ills, our, um, you know, our lack, our disadvantages, then we'll always be sitting there waiting for somebody to come pick us up. Or we can take responsibility. Remember, he said, if you the power is in taking responsibility, if you want the power. You need to take the responsibility. And remember, it's not given to you. It won't just fall in your lap. You have to take responsibility. This is a position of empowerment. If you look at Rosa Parks, she took the responsibility. She's like, look, here's my ability to respond to this situation. Right. And I'm going to respond. I'm not going to the back of the bus today. Right. Now, <laughs> there's some people that argue that she wasn't really trying to do anything. She, her feet was hurting and she just couldn't make it all the way to the back. Right. <laughs> that is one deal. Right. But she kept going. The movement kept going because of her. She started something and she took responsibility for it. If you look at Dr. Martin Luther King, he took responsibility to get out and took a couple of beatings. Right. Took a couple of nights in jail. He, he took all that. Right. And but he took the responsibility. He, t- he kept his ability to respond even in a peaceful way, regardless of what other people were doing to him. And that is the height of power. When you can act irresponsible or irrespective of your circumstances, irrespective of what other people are thinking about you or feeling about you or how they want to hurt you or, or cause you bad ill, right? That's power, right? And that's the power you have to take. But the beautiful, the beautiful part about this is it's just, it's just a decision to do it. Right. That's that's the beautiful part about being who we are is we can just decide at any moment. God has given us the gift to decide to take responsibility, to decide not to take responsibility, to decide to move forward or to not. We have that choice, whether it be with our finances, our relationships, our careers, our living, our living arrangements, anything. Right. We have the ability to respond 
if we decide to keep it. And if we decide to keep that, we remain in an empower, empowering position. Never victims, but victors, right? As old Joel Osteen says all the time. And that's where we want to be. And that's the lesson that I want to portray today. Will Smith laid it out so beautifully. And I'll play it again here at the end. But I want to make sure that we understand. I want to reiterate that. I want to make sure that this message got out. And to me, it was a perfect message to kick off Black History Month. Because if you talk about black history, you talk about the greats that we know of that was mentioned. You talk about people who have been oppressed, who continue to be oppressed, who have been disadvantaged and continue to be disadvantaged. We can talk till we're blue in the face or purple. (laughs) Right. We can talk till we're purple in the face about whose fault it is. We can blame Obama. We can blame our mamas. We can blame Trump. We can blame the KKK. We can blame white America. We can blame the Aborigines. We can blame the people on Mars. We can blame whoever we want to. But nothing changes until you change. Right? And that's the beauty of who we are and how we were made. Right? We can change because we can change. And nothing changes until we do. You know, my one of my favorites, Jim Rohn's, used to say, everything will change for you. When you change and we can do that. And it starts by first forgetting about whose fault it is. Forgetting about the blame game. But take responsibility for your own life. This is one of the greatest lessons that I personally have ever learned. Is to take responsibility for everything that happens in my life. Those who don't know me, I'm a small guy. Which means I've been small my entire life. Which means I had to fight. I had little man syndrome. I was angry. My daddy wasn't around. Things wasn't like I wanted to. Everybody seemed like they had more than I had, right? It was always a fight. I'm always struggling. I'm always fighting. I'm always got to work a little bit harder than the next person, right? I always have to fight for position. That's how I felt. But I felt sorry for myself, right? But it wasn't until one day it hit me like a ton of bricks. It was like God himself says to me, nobody owes you a thing. And though that might that may sound harsh, that was one of the most freeing statements that I could have ever absorbed, that nobody owes me anything. And because that became part of my philosophy, it became a part of of my being, I now can never be a victim. I now will always take my own life in my own hands. And that's a position of empowerment, not a position that feels sorry for myself for. It's just that realization that is my responsibility. And because it's my responsibility, I can do something. I have the ability to respond. And that in itself brings hope. So with that being said, I hope that was helpful. I know today's a little bit shorter than we used to, but I want to make sure the message got across short and sweet. Didn't want to get all long winded on this one, but it's really important that we always remember this. And I think it's the perfect way to kick off Black History Month. So uh, with that being said, I'm going to get off this mic. I appreciate you listening. If you think about one person, just one that could benefit from this, 
share this out with them. Share it out on Facebook or your Twitter or send a message to your friends. Let them know. I'm really excited. I got some great stuff planned for this month, the month of February, Black History Month. And uh, uh, it's it's one of my favorite months. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of only having a month <laughs> of, uh, of black history since black history is history. But I utilize this month to take uh, to take up to take advantage of this this time frame to where everybody's thinking about it and maybe highlight some things that we may may not have known or may not be paying attention to. So with that being said, yeah, let me get off this microphone. I appreciate you listening. I love you so much. I really do. God bless. MPS. MPS. We're talking about money, 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 I was just uh, having a debate with a friend of mine and we got stuck on the difference between fault and responsibility. And she kept talking about how something was somebody's fault, it's somebody's fault. I was like, it really, it don't matter whose fault it is that something is broken if it's your responsibility to fix it. For example, it's, it's not somebody's fault if their father was an abusive alcoholic. But it's for damn sure their responsibility to figure out how they're going to deal with those traumas and try to make a life out of it. It's not your fault if your partner cheated and ruined your marriage. But it is for damn sure your responsibility to figure out how to take that pain and how to overcome that and build a happy life for yourself. And responsibility do not go together. It sucks. But they don't. When something is somebody's fault. We want them to suffer. We want them punished. We want them to, to pay. We want it to be their responsibility to fix it. But that's, that's not how it works, especially when it's your heart. Your heart, your life, your happiness is your responsibility and your responsibility alone. As long as we're pointing the finger and, and, and stuck in whose fault something is, We're jammed and trapped into victim mode. When you're in victim mode, you are stuck in suffering. The road to power is in taking responsibility. Your heart, your life, your happiness is your responsibility and your responsibility alone.